A new report's found our housing is only getting worse and is at risk of making people sick. The Human Rights Commission's final report into its two-year housing inquiry has been released today. There are six recommendations, including a commitment to recognising the right to a decent home. The Commission's housing inquiry manager, V Blackwood's with me now. Good morning, V. Good morning. What's new in this report that we didn't already know? Well, what's new in this report is um, a set of tools for communities, policymakers, individuals and housing organisations to help make real the right to a decent home. Um, obviously, we do already know that housing is increasingly out of reach for too many people. Housing advocates tell us that it's hard as ever to find somewhere to live for Māori, Pacifica, refugee and migrant communities, um, young people, elderly and disabled people especially, and then on top of that, of course, inflation and high interest rates are adding to the pressures for many more of us. But there are signs of hope and we do have to latch onto those and encourage all members of parliament, all governments to to commit to treating housing as a human right so that we can all access you know, a decent home that allows us to live with dignity. V, what is your definition of a decent home? A decent home has some key components, but at its heart, it's a home that is warm, dry, safe, secure, um, stable, affordable, just a home that you can live with dignity. It doesn't have to be a mansion, um, but it's much more than just, you know, bricks and mortar or a roof over your head. It's about a home that lets you live um, in community with fairness and dignity. Who's facing the worst of our housing at the moment? As I've said, um, it it really is um, the vulnerable and marginalised communities who mm. are bearing the, the worst brunt. Um, Māori, Pacifica, other ethnic communities are all really um, hard up. Young people, rangatahi, are increasingly um, overrepresented in emergency housing and homelessness statistics, which is really distressing to me. Um, single parents and our elderly and disabled people as well are some of the groups that are really facing, facing it rough. But as I've also said, um, you know, the cost of living crisis is making it more difficult for many, many people outside of those groups Mm, as well. mm. How does incorporating human rights into housing reduce pressure on people? Well, uh, the right to a decent home, it's constructive, it's hopeful, it provides tools for public officials and so it actually makes sure that the goalposts for housing should always be in sight for whichever government is in power. It doesn't tell the government, you know, how to reach those goalposts, they have the choice about how to formulate their own housing policies. But it does tell them this is the the guideline, this is the level that you should be striving for. And if you're not getting it right, it's time to go back to the drawing board, reassess what's not working and, tr- and try again. But you said you have some hope. Are we seeing progress anywhere? We have seen for the first time in decades, um, a significant increase by the government to the baseline investment in the housing system. 
um, investment in Māori housing initi- initiatives, warm, healthy homes being built by Kainga Ora, um, the the $3.8 billion housing acceleration fund and other significant funding. These are good initiatives and we need to hold this new baseline and maintain this level of funding and investment if we're going to fix the housing and human rights crisis that has been the result now of 30 or 40 years of too much government inaction. And so if you're looking forward, what other legislative change do you want from the government? What we're looking um, for the government is, um, as in our recommendations, which are broadly in three themes, first we'd like to see a commitment to anchor our housing system around fulfilling the right to a decent home. We'd like to see that recognised um, in law. Then we have recommendations to help the government get hands-on with human rights, um, recommending that they integrate it into their housing policy-making appoint human rights officers within our lead housing and housing policy agencies, um, fulfil their obligations um, in Te Tiriti or Waitangi in relation to Māori housing. And then thirdly, our third theme is around filling in the gaps in accountability in our housing system. What we've found is that accountability is really missing in action We'd like to see that significantly strengthened, both both at the system level, which is about looking across the housing system, saying, is this policy working? Yes, it is. Mm, Great. Mm. No, it's not. Okay, what do we need to do to fix it? And that accountability needs to be independent. Thanks so much, V. Really nice to hear from you. That was Housing Inquiry Manager V. Blackwood. For more from Early Edition with Kate Hawksby, listen live to News Talk ZB from 5am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.